1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for TSS Fantasy. Alongside me today is Greg
2: O.J., the Juice is Loose Mayor. Welcome to the studio. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing on this fine, fine evening? We're doing great. Thank
1: God our (laughs) stomachs aren't hurting like yours. All right. right. Moving on to our other co-host, Fred the Jester Reyes. Welcome to the studio. Yeah. (laughs) tss family do not forget to visit us at one of our many social media platforms including TSSFantasy.com, where you'll see where we have up the commissioner cooper's top 10 running back challenge for your chance to win two tickets to see the miami dolphins versus new york jets with the tss family later on this season also, you can also reach out to us on IG, Facebook, or Twitter. We do welcome your comments and emails as well. And speaking of emails, I wanted to point out a couple of comments and stuff. But before I do that, how is everybody doing this evening, gentlemen?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm in a good mood. Okay, that, go. was, that, I- that was awkward. Yeah, you threw us <laughs> off with that one, Jason. <laughs> I know,
1: my bad. I I, well, I forgot to do like a little intro for you guys, so I felt bad, so I wanted to get you guys in there a little bit. So, all right, my bad. All right, let's move right along. We're gonna talk about our fan emails, fan comments, or whatever you want to call them. Um, one one that we had, I just wanted to point this one out because it was uh Chris. He pointed out that he missed the original fantasy league that basically we announced uh on facebook and got filled up before we even got to the next show um he was expressing that he really really wanted to get in that and i just want to let all our tss family members know we are going to have multiple fantasy leagues going on that was like one of them um the fellas um you know and i first we first introduced it didn't think it was going to get filled up that quick um now that we know that we have some bestest interests We'll have quite a few uh, TSS uh, fantasy leagues going on. We want to encourage. Uh, we're going to have Dr. Miller also Mary Jane play along as well. Um, so we'll have a little bit of prizes here and there for each of those um, Fellas, Are you concerned about any additional competition that's going to possibly, you know, make you look silly at all? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh,
4: I ain't no, no, no. Bring, bring, bring your A game. Let's Listen. go. That, that, that's why we're the, the best of the best, you know. Uh, the first one got filled up really fast, which was really was really cool. Um, usually the second and third ain't that much better. That just made that just means they slept too long on, on getting in. So they weren't sure about playing us. So the Freddy, rest of Freddy, you know. Freddy, yes.
2: Call it. like Call it. They scared. Because they, they wanted to play us. They would have stepped up to the plate from the first time we made the post. But now they exactly. scared asses. Now they want to play.
4: Now they want to play. They play. Okay, that's yeah. why that that's why that first fantasy league. You know the 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 prizes are going to be a lot better.
1: Sure. All right. Hmm. So so <laughs> let's move on. I just wanted to move to this really quick. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump over this, but uh, because you guys were talking about that league, this actually is in regards to that league. Um, this is from Teddy Blackman. It was a retort from um, he, he heard what Freddie the Jester had to say, um, and he had a little comment. Um, it, it reads like this, <clears throat> my little clown bitch, you Ooh, were making whoa. some great points last week about the Julio trade, but you messed up running your mouth about me. Begging, I am begging the TSS crew for a week one matchup against the Jesters, and maybe we can make that matchup a little more interesting.
4: Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know me, I'm one about the betting game. <laughs> you know me, I Ooh, love gambling. Oh, yeah, let's make that happen. Let's make Mr. Blacksmith or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, let's make that a game one, uh, a week one challenge. Ooh. Ooh, I
1: like that. I might have to talk to the schedule maker. Is make he in sure Orlando? Happens. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Awesome, sure awesome. Is. Awesome, man. you take me out to dinner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we could work something like that. A dinner sounds good. I like that. Yeah. All right. And- And to the last comments, this is from a very um, loyal listener. Well, I'm going to give him his due. Nick we won't call you Ned Flanders today uh, because you've sent in so much. We appreciate it. Um, Now, he's got some comments. Actually, Greg, I'm going to have you read this email because I actually want to retort to this. Because when I heard it, when I heard you even say it, I'm like, man, this guy's
2: contradicting himself. Go ahead and read what he says. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to hit the key points. Sure. So Nick, Nick Mack said to address the Julio Jones situation professionally, he doesn't think it would bring Julio a title, but he said it is an upgrade from Corey Davis when healthy. And this would definitely open up running lanes for Derrick Henry, less double teams for AJ Brown, higher passing yards and TDs for Ryan Tannehill. And with Smith gone at tight end, First, girl, I don't even know who this is, will (laughs) step into the starting line and get at least 600 plus receiving yards and five TDs for the tight end for Tennessee. So he says positive all around for Tennessee. I think he it was trying
1: to throw a uh, sleeper at you actually with I that one. I think so. Yeah. But Nick Nick Macarena, all right, I'm going to address you here. All right cuz <laughs> I I you know, I didn't even get the meat of that until Greg read it right before the show and I'm like, "What is this guy talking about?" Let me tell you how you completely just contradicted yourself. Your you first said, your first statement was Julio not going to a contender, okay? Do you know what the fuck the Titans did last year? Did you watch football? Because they were in the conference championships going toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. I, I hate to bring this up to you. Then in your next statement, you talk about how improved the Titans offense will be. So how could a team go to the NFL, AFC, I'm sorry, conference championship game, get improve themselves and not be a contender? Doesn't make much sense, fellas. What do you think about that,
4: Craig? You want this one?
2: Listen, I, I'm just surprised Nick knows more about other teams than just Philly and Pittsburgh. So <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving him some, you know, some 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 pluses on this one because he actually spoke about another team. So <laughs> it, it impressed me that he even knew who the, who the second string tight end was in Tennessee. So. I'm slightly impressed with it. I'm
4: I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, he's been really active. I I'm, I I'm impressed just by that. You know, um usually he's a pretty good fantasy player. Um I know, you know, maybe last year he didn't know what happened cuz he didn't do too well. But uh, maybe that's why he don't know too so much about how the Titans did. He stopped watching football mid-season. <laughs> Might have been Might have been <laughs> but but I, that's the one guy that I think we should have on the show as a guest uh, a, a guest host. I think yeah. it, I think it'll be really good. He, no, he's been I chiming see, in a I... lot.
1: I think yeah. I think we should. I think uh. I think it's proper to invite Nick on. I think uh. Nick Nick contributes a lot, and he's a fun guy. So we'll we'll definitely talk about bringing him on sometime. So you got flandered. But Nick, (laughs) Mr. Ned Flanders, brother, bro. The the team went to the AFC Conference Championship. If you're saying they improved their offense and opened up lanes for Derrick Henry, like bro, what do you think's gonna happen now? Hey gang, Commissioner Cooper here. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself stressing to capture leads that visit your website? Or how about a new video for your company? Our friends at Digital Brew can help. Digital Brew is an animation studio that specializes in making sweet videos that are lead generating machines. Digital Brew is always our number one overall pick for any of our animation movie needs. Visit them online today at digitalbrew.com to see what the brew crew can do for you. All right, let's move on. We're going to go to our our divisional breakdowns. This is, again, final of our preseason show. So this is the final um, divisional breakdown. We're going to move on and uh, move on to the NFC West. I'm going to go with the team that I always think is worse in the West, and that's going to be the 49ers. I mean, quite frankly, what what did they do in the offseason? Well, they signed, uh, we just talked about him, Mr. Gallman, uh, to their backfield. Um, Mohamed Sanu, I mean, okay. Um, They did sign Trent Williams, so they did solidify some offensive line, you know, to help either Jimmy G uh, or their young draft pick, uh, Trey Lance, that they moved up for. So this is what I'm looking at with the Niners. We're on one of those seasons where it's almost like a rebuild uh, to me because you're starting off with another quarterback. I know, and what's strange to me is a lot of people are high in the Niners and I just don't see it. I don't see the defense. I don't see the offense. I don't see the Niners. They're injury prone. As we know, they already had two big injuries in camp already. Um, so just not a big fan of the Niners season. what
2: you guys think? Well, the Niners are the Niners to me, and and you you just you you open my eyes a little bit because I I, I forgot they sound um Gallman because who's gonna be who's gonna be leading that backfield? You got Gallman, you got Mostar, you got Wilson Jr., and then they drafted the rookie out of Ohio, Trey Sermon. So I'm not touching this backfield at all. I'm leaving it alone. If you're if you are desperate for a running back. Don't look for the Niners because you don't know who the running back is going to be. You and one week it may be Wilson going for 150 yards, and next week it may be most star. and then they got the rookie out of Ohio State, which is pretty good. So I'm not even touching their backfield. The only player worth drafting in the first two rounds for the Niners is George Kittle. That's it. That's it. Nobody else. Debo, you may get in the late rounds as a fourth receiver on your team. He, he not may not even be a viable flex if he stays healthy. I mean, only thing on, on a team that's worth looking at into draft is Kittle. That's about it. Fred?
4: I definitely agree with you. Uh, 49 <laughs> is terrible. Um, I'm, I'm trying to – I'm looking to – the reason I, I stalled because I was trying to grasp, like, is there anything I can do for the 49? Nope, there's nothing. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, Kittle, Kittle is the only way to go. Um, they don't even know who they you know they're still trying to transition the quarterback like Alex Smith did with Mahomes that's what they're comparing Garoppolo to La- Trey Lance I mean it, they're going to be in last place um,
1: yeah so that's really interesting and listen I'm gonna and we're gonna move on teams but I'll just say like I said 49ers are going to be a bottom dwelling team this year bottom line all right, so we're working our way from bottom to top. And a, a surprising number three in this division is the Seattle Seahawks for me. This is what they did in the offseason. They were a breath away from trading Russell Wilson. I, I just don't even understand why, how that happened. They signed Geno Smith.
2: <laughs> they did
1: sign Chris Carson, which, you know, obviously that's good. Um, but they didn't address their line. Like, that's the thing. That's been their biggest thing. Um, they And even in the draft, they used two first-round picks for Jamal Adams, as you guys know. So they didn't have nothing really in the draft, and they did not address their offensive line. So it's going to be another season of Russell Wilson running for his life. I see them as number three this year. Fred, who you what do you think of Seahawks?
4: Uh Seahawks. Uh, I actually have them second in the division. Um, I think they're going to do fairly well. Like I said, I, I think Russell Wilson plays this year. I think they're going to be phenomenal. I think he's going to take the team on his back. Um I don't I know they didn't add too much because of the draft picks, but Jamal Adams is still a superstar on the defense. So I think with the with the with the defense they have and Russell Wilson and uh and and their and Metcalf, I I I think they do well. And I think they take second in the division.
2: Well, I as you the last segment, I got them winning the division. But if you look at it fantasy wise, there's so many key players on this team that can help you fantasy wise, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Wilson is a top five quarterback. You got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, both mm. over 120 targets, both went over a thousand yards, both had double digits in touchdowns last year, right? The only question mark that I have, Fanny Suaz is Chris Carson. Is he going to stay healthy? And is Penny going to get into those carries? Because there's a lot of talk how Rashard Penny is in camp and he's healthy, he's looking good, and he may steal some carries from Chris Carson. But any one of these players – that you can they can play a key role into your season on your on your fantasy team you can't you can't lose with with russell you can't lose with dk with dk you can't lose with tyler with tyler lockett so fantasy wise there's a lot of key players that you can target you know going into your draft looking for players on seattle nice what do you think fred
4: and Seattle already uh, gave Oh, you, you did! My bad.
2: You <laughs> did. It was it was that boring. <laughs> I got like <laughs> hey, I did got... the
4: same thing. DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson, must Jamal be... Adams.
1: <laughs> it must have been uh, the snore of the week, I guess. Apparently, all right. <laughs> Let Let's go on. Let's move on to the L.A. Rams. All right, this is who I have as number two. A lot of people high on this team. They like Matt Stafford, which I'm just not that big on him going there, and Deshaun Jackson they signed. In the draft, they drafted the receiver out of Louisville, Tutu Atwell, which is another um, big play receiver. Um, but I'm not real high on this team, to be quite frank. I do like the I do like Cam Akers. I think Cam Akers could have a big season because Malcolm Brown's gone. He's finally looks like going to be designated as the man. But I'm still not sold. You know, quite frankly, I think we've all been burned by this backfield so much that I'm just not really looking at them. Their offense I was really high on a couple years ago, but I just don't know where it went. And quite frankly, maybe <laughs> figured out. I I just don't know. But maybe Matt Stafford is the thing. There's a lot basically, as you can hear me say, there's a lot of maybe for me on the Rams. What do maybe. you think,
2: Greg? I already got Stafford in my top 10 as quarterbacks. I love offense for Stafford this year. So I think Stafford is going to be a sneaky good pick um, for quarterback-wise. You could get him late in the draft because a lot of people are going to be targeting, you know, Mahomes. They're going to be targeting Jackson, even Aaron Rodgers. So you may be able to get, you know, Matt Stafford in the fifth, maybe sixth round in your draft. I love Cam Akers, man. He came on so strong last year, and I drafted him last year. And traded him and dropped him last year. Dumbass. But he came on so strong last year. I think he has the backfield to himself. And they have great receivers. I mean, Woods is okay. Cooper Cup is okay. I don't know why they signed Deshaun Jackson. I don't think he's going to be a viable option for them. But I like sneakily. I like the young kid they got, Van Jefferson. He's a big wide receiver. I like him a lot. He's young. I think he can be a sneaky, good pick. You know, late flyer. You know, um, waiver wire pickup. If something happens to Woods or Cooper Cup, so I love Stafford and I love Cam Akers on the Rams.
4: Uh, I agree. Cam Akers, this is his year. I mean, if 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 he's gonna show out, it's got to be this year. Um, the reason I picked the Rams to take the first place in the division is is the the Stafford golf. You know. Uh, in, interchange um they they've always played well with their defense and i think stafford elevates them i mean you can i don't think he's gonna play worse um and they've actually been together for quite a while you know same coach so i, I think this is why they're, they're in first place i don't think fantasy wise they they don't have too many pieces like i wouldn't go all out for acres in the first two rounds or stafford i mean greg hasn't been top 10 I don't – maybe 15, 15, around there, um, but still higher than golf, definitely. Uh, Rams, defense, are always always top ten. So um, – but I still think it's enough to put them in first place.
1: So I'm going to close with two things. One, Cam Akers, by the way, just so you guys know, closed the season out um, averaging 118 yards per scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So at add a, add a touchdown or two, you got yourself a nice running back. So that's yes, for so. sure in fantasy. Now – I'm also going to close with consistency. That oh, is something this crew okay. lacks. And I'm going to tell you why, Fred. I specifically remember you saying, I do not think Matt Stafford is going to do anything for the ramp. I remember you talking about I, this. And you I, you're right. specifically said that. Now I said he's better than golf. He's not it. a top – no, he's, no, no. Listen. I said good. he is
4: not – let me finish. I said he is not a top 15 quarterback – but he's better than golf.
1: I Specifically, I'm going to say this again. You said, you said, I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to go find it. I'm going to find it. it for everybody.
2: you am going to bring the receipts.
1: Basically, <laughs> were, you were trying to say, you said like verbatim, I don't think he's going to do anything for the Rams. That is what you said at that time. I'm going to pull, I'll pull that well, up. Well, I've here. been
4: watching his training camps and all his arm ah, strength okay, is there. no, 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 no. I wanted to see his arm strength and what he had left in the tank All at right. his age. And I was like, okay, if he, he's been trying so long with Detroit. Now he has a team where he can actually flourish. His arm looks good. His accuracy that. is still there. I was like, okay, so let's let, you know, he might actually, you gotta be better than golf. And I think this is the, and, and, and seeing the way he is now, I think he can lead them to first place. Now Ready. beyond that, I don't know.
2: <laughs> You've seen the light. I've been on Stafford since beginning. But you got him in the top 10. I don't Bro, have him in the top 10. I don't think offense, he's that good. I'm telling you that offense is going to fit Stafford perfectly. But I'm glad you see the light now, Freddie. I'm glad. This, this guy. You're on the Stafford <laughs> bandwagon. I see I it. am I not on the Stafford
3: bandwagon. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, really it. quickly, because I know, I, I know um, uh, we're still in division, and I don't want to leave off. I, I, got a bo- I, I got something to say about Arizona. The cardinal. Well we're getting we're, we're getting there. Hold on, we're getting
1: there. Let me introduce them first. Let me I'm the hose, I gotta introduce all right. them. Alright. All right. Right. So- honey, I'm home. What's that amazing smell? Did you make my favorite cobbler? I sure the hell did not, honey. It's my new candle, Blueberry Cobbler. Where did you get such an amazing smelling candle?
0: Oh, 407 Candles. I found them on Facebook and they have an Instagram too.
1: When I did my daily shopping, I found out they have some other wonderful scents as well. Honey, when you make me a sandwich later, afterwards we must go online and check out all their wonderful scents.
2: Oh honey, you will starve because I won't make that sandwich. But yes, let's do that.
1: Well, at least it'll smell good. Piss
2: moving
1: on. <laughs>
4: they pissed me off. That's why.
1: <laughs> All right, we're yeah. moving on to the Arizona Cardinals. And this is the team, again, that I picked as the number one uh, favorite. I'm really high on them th- High on them this year. Um, in the offseason, they signed James Conner, which is just a good solidify themselves in the backfield. You know, he was decent in, in Pittsburgh. Um, A.J. Green, now, again, kind of getting down there in age, but still a viable guy It's going to catch the ball defensively i mentioned it earlier jj watt malcolm butler definitely improved their defense not only in the offseason but they did it in the draft with uh, Xavier collins uh, the linebacker in tulsa and just so everyone's aware in case you're worried about kickers, Matt Prater is now in Arizona. Just to make sure everyone knows that. As
2: well. <laughs> Thanks for I, that,
1: Jason. Thank all you. <laughs> right, Fred. I know you want to le- want to get. Let to him Arizona. go, Fred. Go. go Let ahead. it go,
2: Fred. Let it get off your chest. I got
4: Arizona in third place. Oh, okay. I and here goes why we, we you we guys are so we were just talking about Kenyan Drake. He's gone. We're talking about you know Hassan Reddick, gone, Patrick Peterson gone. So now we have – I think the defense was weakened slightly. And you said their outlet, Kenyon Drake, is no longer there. So everything is riding on Chase Edmonds. And he hasn't really shown anything. Yes, he has. He can be a starting caliber running back. But honestly, he he's, he ran for what, 485, for 48, and four four two receiving. So, And his own coach said as long as he stays from being nicked up – he might have a great year. He's been hurt. He's never started. I don't think this helped Kyler Murray at all.
1: Well, I'm gonna just to just to you know interrupt you real quick on that rant. Um, I will say <laughs> that I don't think you're you're looking at it. I think is more of a traditional style, hand the ball off kind of running back. That offense does not need or want that. They want the guy who can catch the ball, the backfield. Yes, Kenyon Drake was definitely a, a guy for that, but I think Chase Edmonds. I've I've picked him up a few times. I mean, PPR, he's a darling. And um, he could really have a good season, especially if they, you know, plan on, you know, using him effectively in the passing
4: game. You, and, and, uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Like, like I, was, I was on ArizonaSports.com earlier, like I was telling you. Oh. And what really worries me is that his own coach, Cliff Kingsbury, was like, he's unfortunately been nicked up a couple of times. We wanted to keep him on the field, but we'll have all the confidence in the world if he stays healthy. That That worries me. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a
2: minute. So, yeah. so yeah, but Freddie, you know, coaches, coaches are gonna. You know, that was a direct message to Chase Edmund. Like, listen, make sure your ass is working out, doing your stretches, drinking, taking your vitamins, drinking your water. So when the season starts, you're fucking ready. That's what the message was straight. To <laughs> That's what it was. Stop fucking around. We're giving you the ball. Stop partying in the offseason. season. That's what it was. That's what straight it was. So, oh, you know that's
4: the, why I had that's why I moved them so low. The potential they had, uh I would have been maybe like Jason with first or second, but and I think Patrick Peterson to Minnesota, which showed up that defense, is is a big loss as well.
2: Well, let me let, let me get my little breakdown out.
3: Go ahead. Break all it all down.
2: I'm gonna say is, and we've said it all last season, Kyler fucking Murray. Uh, uh. They gave this kid more weapons, right? You got AJ Green, you still got D Hop. Um, you still got the veteran. You still got, now you got Ed Edmonds and Connor. All I'm saying is if you miss out on Pat Mahomes in your draft and you miss out on Lamar Jackson and you're fortunate to get Kyler Murray, you're blessed. Cause Kyler Murray, I think is going to have a, a, a,
3: a better season.
2: than what he did last year. The kid can throw. The kid can run. The kid gets goal line carries. So he, he does it all for that team. Again, D-Hop is, is, is going to be the man. Um, A.J. Green is going to be a nice compliment. The only thing that I'm worried about, Fred and, and Jason, is it. It is Connor because Edmonds is not a big back. He's not a big goal line back. He's not, not going to get a lot of goal line carries. So I can see Connor do, vulturing a lot of TDs from Chase Edmonds. Yeah. That's the Only thing that I'm worried about with Chase Edmonds, but Edmonds does catch a lot of passes. And in that that type of offense, like you said, Jason, that's that that's that typical, you know, running gun pistol handed off in the shotgun screen. Edmonds is going to get a lot of opportunities and D hop. But the only thing that I'm worried about is Connor. When they get close to the goal line, Vulture, the touchdown, Vulture from, and from Kyler Murray as well, because they may want to try to, you know, keep Kyler upright, keep him healthy. don't want to give him too many goal line carries himself. So I can see Connor having like six, seven touchdowns in the season and pissing off a lot of Chase Edmonds owners. So Yeah,
1: yeah. I can I can definitely see that as well. Um, that's a great point. I definitely see him being that guy for them because you're definitely not going to give a Chase Edmonds the ball at the goal line. No. no. <laughs> An interesting point to bring up as well because you brought up Hopkins, and this was a point you guys were talking about earlier. He was on, I think it was yesterday, I heard him at a press conference, and he brought up, Um, I guess someone asked him about them, him and Julio being traded for draft picks. And and so to your point, Greg, to your point, he literally said, I don't see any first rounder doing what I can do to you. Right. I mean, what a great point. Right. Like, hello. Exactly. And to your point, Greg, again, it's all on potential. You don't know what these people are or what they're going to be. It's got to be the right system. It's got to be the right coach. It all has to fit. So the fact that you have someone like Hopkins, you know, you trade him away like the te- – oh, sorry, Texans did, um, you know, just says a lot for, for draft picks that you don't know what the hell are going to do.
2: How you, many you have second-round players, and they're, they're projected to be starters in their bus? And, Freddie, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of a second-round pick. You're going to love this one. Geno Smith was a second round oh, pick. Oh, okay, all right. Good old Geno <laughs> Smith. Yo, I gotta
1: love so, that
4: guy. So, can you imagine this wide receiver core five, six years ago? AJ Green, Hopkins, and Larry Fitzgerald. Oh my good God, Jesus! Oh. <laughs> and now if they, you know how sometimes them, them old school veterans, they have that one year that give it their all and they go, if they can, if Fitzgerald and AJ Green could pull out that that magic juice. <laughs> and 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 you know i for real cuz when you get old, up in age some some yes. veterans have that one year where they just kill it they absolutely kill it uh, so I'll... imagine all of them kill it at the same time that would be that would be amazing
2: Listen That's last great. week was fantasy bonanza this week is magic juice yes sir magic <laughs> juice sir <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's perfect. Well, yeah. Speaking of juice, (laughs) it is the fucking morning. I need to have breakfast at some point. Um, Yeah. So not, you know, the Cardinals again, I'm high in them. They're going to be fantasy bonanza, darling, (laughs) magical juice, call it whatever you want. But, you know, these guys are nasty. And uh, I'm going to throw this name out there. One name that, you know, again, I brought him up earlier. But somebody to target. I'm saying to target him.
2: Target Christian Kirk. Watch for this kid this year. Forgot about that kid.
1: Christian Kirk really stepping Mm. up. Wait, wait. So,
4: so, so, yeah. AJ Green, Hopkins, Fitzgerald, and Christian Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. Who's the fourth receiver?
1: Kirk. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know. That's good. That's going to be the, you know, the yeah. dilemma there. But listen, man, that the, is,
2: that... I may, I may have to move Kyle go... to
4: Murray from three to two, man. That's the You best know, they, part... they should do the old Warren Moon Houston Oilers run and shoot. Everybody out. Let's go. But
1: that that's <laughs> the best part. And I brought this also up during one of my breakdowns of someone. It's all about in sports in general or whatever, you know, in fantasy, we're talking fantasy though. It's all about opportunities. And right. what, what team provides the most opportunities to their offense The Arizona Cardinals because they are constantly on fast breaks, constantly moving the ball, constantly getting it and moving it quickly. So trust that's a team you want to target for fantasy all day. I
2: I may have to reshuffle my quarterback list. Murray number four. I may have to slide him up to number three or number two. Hey, Whew. we
1: got time. We got, we're got. we going to have to make some adjustments anyway. So yeah, the, actually, mid-season,
2: the mid-season one.
1: <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah, right. Actually, I think that's what we'll do next week. So we're starting to get into fantasy. We'll redo the rankings and maybe talk about that, and then we're going to do a mock draft. So we'll talk about that too. Hey, gang, it's Commissioner Cooper, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First and foremost, it's free. The easy-to-use creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If we can do it, trust me, you can too. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, we're going to open up now to our not-too-early tight end and defensive rankings. We're going to start with tight ends first. Um, The reason I put these two together is, boy, these two positions, actually, in fantasy football have been brought up a few times in our shows. Um, And for both for different reasons, one first is tight end position. We talked about isn't relevant in this game anymore, um, because once you get past that first tier, there's not much. And defense, we talked about, wow, what a big difference maker it was last year. Defenses were prime time. And we'll get at that in a second. So we're going to go to the tight ends. Now, we talked during the show prior to the show, and I asked the fellas, hey, give me two tight ends and give me a sleeper. And that's what we're going to talk about. Well, instead of me doing that, I'm actually going to, I'm going to switch mine up a little bit. I have two that I was going to talk about, but instead of talking about them individually, I'm going to make a case for the one that's always ranked below to be ranked higher than the guy that's top. So here it goes. So my two guys are George Kittle and Mike Gusecki, right? So of course, George Kittle, <laughs> I mean, he's auto, he's automatic, you know, he's that guy you're looking for, one, two guy. Last year, obviously, he was injury-plagued, injury, injury plagued, but 634 yards and two touchdowns, right? Now, did you know this? Did you know that George Kittle has never, and I repeat, <clears throat> never gone over five touchdowns in a season? You wow. Know? Yeah. So, and now, you, this is one stat wow. I hate. This is one stat I hate, but I'm going to bring this up, too. His his tight end strength of schedule is... 14th this year whatever be that as it may now (laughs) now uh, you have a young quarterback right who who may tend to look for the tight end but we don't know I'm not really sure where he's gonna want to go to we're not really sure where this ball is gonna go maybe they're gonna run more maybe it'd be a run option we don't know now we move to Mike Gusecki right Mike Gusecki last year 703 yards and six TDs right yup up and coming, I think we all have said, and you can even though they're Jets fans, you can, that the Dolphins' offense is better than last year. So, if you have a guy that already went 703 yards, six touchdowns, you've added weapons, so you're going to open up for him more for more touchdowns, possibly. I say right away, I put Yaseki over Kittle
4: this Ooh. season. Oh, <laughs> <Out. laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm trying to stop laughing because it has to be a dolphin tight end, of course, that he wants to put Giseki over Kittle. <laughs> but Jason, whatever floats your boat, bro.
4: Yeah, but that means he's putting Giseki as a top three tight end. Exactly. I,
2: uh-huh. But, I believe I
1: believe, and again you can you can check it, but I believe even Travis Kelsey put Mike Giseki in the top five. Just letting you know. So look,
2: I had I have Kyle Pitts ranked fifth on my list and logan thomas ranked sixth but i'm gonna go with logan thomas first the reason why i think logan thomas is going to get a bump this year last year he had 110 targets 72 receptions, 670 yards receiving and six tds with five, ryan fitzpatrick i'm pretty sure he's going to get a lot more targets and i can see a bump in his at least yardage i'm not sure about tds but his yardage I can see him at 700, 750 with Ryan Fitzpatrick on the center. Kyle Pitts, no Julio. You got really on the other side. So Pitts is going to have a ton of targets if he catches up onto offense quickly in the season. He's going to have a ton of targets. I can see a big year out of Kyle Pitts. But my sleeper, and Freddie's going to love my sleeper, oh, No, is Evan Ingram from the Giants. Now, Ingram last year, even though it was a down year, had 109 targets, over 600 yards receiving. The only downfall that Ingram had last year was he only had one TD. So now I think he's gonna the, the Giants with all the upgrades they made on offense, they're gonna have more red zone opportunity, and I can see Ingram having more TDs than just one from last year. Before we go to Fred,
1: I do agree with you. The only problem is with me, with Evan Ingram. I feel like I feel like every year it's that, oh, you know, this yep. guy's going to do great this year. And it just doesn't ever pan out. Just on him. But, all right, Fred, go ahead.
0: And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, real spicy finger licking good, check out Ari Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. Ooh, That smells so good. What'd you guys get? I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get?
2: I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce Did you
1: know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here and we're taking a bottle home? I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this.
0: This is all mine And I'm already done Wow
4: All right my two tight ends I have is Andrews from Baltimore, of course, uh, 58 rece- receptions, seven touchdowns. He's really the only viable option for Lamar at this point. I mean, when Lamar ain't running, he's ditching, uh, dumping off to his tight end. So I, I have him up there. Um, and, of course, Waller. I was actually looking at Waller's career stats, and at the I didn't know at the beginning of his career he really wasn't that good. Nope. Yeah. Uh, At 15, he only had two receptions. 16, he had 10 receptions. Missed 17 and 18, he had six receptions. Then at 19, he had 1,145 yards with three touchdowns. And then last year, 1,196 with nine touchdowns. (laughs) So he really became a superstar with 107 receptions. So now now I do have my sleeper. It's not really a sleeper because Hunter Henry's always been good with San Diego. But I like him with the Patriots Mm. um, because just – Belichick always goes to the to the tight ends. So I actually think his, his stats are going to be a little bit better this year. Uh, not astronomical. But like I said, he is in New England who and Belichick loves his tight ends. Now, my question to you guys is I know oh, this season or last season, we would hear rumblings about, oh, let's get it rid of the tight end position.
3: Okay.
4: Now, we just spoke about nine different tight ends in a 12 man league. Right, And, and we yep. left off a few of that. Are, we left off Kelsey, matter of fact, and a couple of other right. good ones, Like you sure. know, a guy from green Bay, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, sorry, Tony,
2: Tony,
4: Tony, Tony. So there are a lot of good tight ends. Um, that that's why I was defiant about getting him in a tight end position. Maybe people ain't get it, picking them right, but I, I'm more into traditional football. Um, and I believe with this season, we're going to have a lot of good tight ends.
2: Me too. I'm with well, you Fred.
1: I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you say that. And if you, a TSS family, if you go to TSSFantasy.com and go to the Commissioner's Corner, co- excuse me, Commissioner's Cooter, Commissioner's Corner, <laughs> I wrote an actually article about it. And basically, I, I as I wrote it, I was like arguing with myself. I'm like, eh, uh, I see the benefits of um, not having a tight end and having that extra flex. Um, but I also see the traditional side of, hey, You know, you you made that selection uh, for Travis Kelsey early in the round. Now now your strategy is how to build your team back around that. So, um, you know, so, yes, you're correct. I actually was all the way on getting rid of it, and now I've come all the way back to keeping it. So, ironically enough. Now, I did not mention my sleeper yet, um, and that's because I saved the best for last. Ladies Uh and gentlemen, if you don't draft this guy, you have an issue. It is Tim Tebow. And the reason why I'm going to give you, listen, I'm going to give you two words. Why? That you need to draft this guy. You ready? You ready for this? No. Taysom Hill. That is exactly how the Jaguars are going to use him this year. You guys know as well as I do, when you got Taysom Hill, you can go ahead and put in your freaking tight end flex spot and he can do whatever he wants he can throw he can run that's the guy you'll want in your tight end spot keep your eye on tim tebow and i brought it up earlier this year if you don't think urban meyer is going to utilize packages for him in the red zone you crazy they are Jason. definitely going to highlight tim tebow
3: this
2: Yes, sir. I was watching uh, NFL Live last night. Mm-hmm. Do you know where Te- Tebow's on the death chart? Right, but that does not – that's he's currently fourth, right now. He's
1: the fourth tight end. And as well he should be. He hasn't played football in how long? I mean, that's – yo, if, listen, Jason, listen. put it. Listen, hold
4: on. He said Jason. Jason. If you were, <laughs> he's not if make you the were a coach
1: – Hold on, because we're, we're talking to each other. If you were a coach, right, and you brought back your ace in a hole guy to your team, your coach on this team, and everyone knows how much you love this dude, right? The dude ain't played football in forever, and you your number one tight end. How do you think is going
2: to go to the team? Jason.
4: Oh, that's favoritism.
2: Jason. Exactly. If, if this was Tim Tebow maybe 10 years ago and trying to find a spot for Tim Tebow, then I would say yes, I can see it. But this is a guy who hasn't played football in, what, four or five years. He's been in the booth, and he's the fourth tight end on the roster. He's but- not going to make the team. You know who he's going to make the team as? Like Freddie said earlier, he's going to be a coach. That's um.
1: Be. So here's where you're missing, though. You're acting as if Tim Tebow's been sitting in the booth eating hot dogs and drinking beer. Tim Tebow's played professional baseball, bro. The guy's an athlete. He's still ready. He can play. It's the tight end position. You're delusional. We're not talking rocket science. We're talking block and then go down a field and in the end zone, go about five, six yards and jump up for the ball. That's Jason, what we're talking about.
2: Jason, you're delusional. All right. Hey, <laughs> today, just a little bit. Uh,
4: to,
1: to be continued. To be continued. We'll bring that down. All right. Let- Welcome to the island island peppa skincare products love your skin your way stop by today at skincare.com to look at our variety of products for both men and women because in the islands the peppa is always black let's move on to defense defense all right so i have i have the number one to start out defenses i have the number one ranked defense in 2020 which is the la rams right guess what they will not be number one this season the reason i'm saying that is just the natural order of things whenever there's a number one defense the previous year I know for a fact that everyone always goes to jump for them, and they end up not panning out as good as everyone thinks. Right now, the Rams, D, listen, you got to play twice. The Seahawks, the Cardinals. Now, we talked about the Niners a minute ago. Rookie QB, we don't know. Might be a good game to start them. Other than that, they have – really good schedule and the only other two games i could find is that they have the texans okay that's a good one and then the bears which is a maybe other than that they have a pretty decent schedule as far as offenses go so if i'm telling you now you're looking at defenses yes rams are going to be consensus number one more than likely because they were number one last year but i'm telling you as a fantasy player i would not jump for them who do you guys got
2: Fred.
4: I'm going to give you this one, man. Go ahead. You start.
2: All right. Well, thank you for deferring to me, Freddie. I appreciate okay. that. Thank you for oh. not being prepared.
4: <laughs> I, pre- I am prepared, but it's the same old one. You guys are going to make fun of me, so I'll do go first.
2: I got the Steelers. The Steelers last year, I got, and I got them ranked fourth on my list, but they have the possibility to jump to even higher number one on the list. Last year, the Steelers had 56 sacks and 27 turnovers. I think they can reciprocate that next season. Even though they lost Dupree, I think they can make up for those eight sacks that they lost um, with him leaving because he had eight sacks last year. So I think the Steelers are a fantasy option. So if you get the chance to jump on the Steelers, get them as early as possible. Because like in our league, when there's a run on the defenses, everybody starts going. So the Steelers should be a number one option for you guys.
4: Uh, you know, you know which way I'm going, guys. It's the Baltimore, Baltimore. defense, exactly. Yeah. Um, they, they, exactly, that's why I, I and boring. But they, they, that's that's their game. You they run the ball hard, and you play good defense. That's what it is. Um, now I do expect them to be a top five defense again. Uh, they played really well for me last year when I had them in fantasy. They just that one game came at the wrong time and they got lit up. So, but, but throughout the season, I would go for, with them again. Um, that would, that would be my choice. Uh, like I said, it's methodical. Same old, same old, same old.
1: <laughs> now we did, we did pick a sleeper here. Um, So for my sleeper, I, you know, I, I was kind of in between. Cause you know, obviously I'm going to go with my homer dolphins. I mean, right off the jump. I mean, I got to talk about dolphins, but actually I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to pause that. I'm going to pause that. I want to say something about the Colts really quickly, just really mm. quickly. The Colts mm. defense. Not I mean, listen, good, right? We got a good defense. All right. I could sit here and we can go on about who's on their roster, but listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what are we really looking for when we start to really look in a fantasy season? What is it that the first thing like your defense first thing that you look at when you look at your defense's next game? What is it? It's the matchup. Who Let's are check they the schedule?
4: Playing? Exactly. Who
1: who are they playing? Listen, the Colts got two games against the Jags and two Texans. That's four easy matchups right off the jump. I've looked at every schedule, and we talked about this earlier, um, earlier uh, in like one of our first shows. That you know, I'm, I'm like high on all the offenses because it's early and hasn't started yet. And I'm just looking at the schedules. I mean, it's tough. Like every schedule's got game, good games on it. Where I'm like, ooh, I don't start them then. But the Colts. The Colts have great matchups all season long. If I'm anyone right now, they're not ranked really too high. That's the team I'm targeting this season in my draft is the Colts.
2: Greg, I guess we're leading with you. Freddie, so you know if I'm drafting ahead of Jason.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We're taking the Colts. Taking the (laughs) Colts.
2: Right when it's
1: Hey TSS family, it's Commissioner Cooper and I just came from getting my hair cut at Underground Cuts and let me tell you, I look sharp. And with the remaining amount of hair I have left, trust me when I tell you, it's a miracle. And that's what the boys do at Underground Cuts, perform miracles on heads. Please give them a call today. It's 407-858-0880. Or you can visit them at on Facebook or at their location, 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6 in Orlando, Florida.
4: Cleveland. Mm. I took Cleveland. I think the addition of, uh, what's his name, a Uh the defensive end, I think that makes him stellar, man. Um, I, I knew last year, little by little, they started coming along. Um, and, and I think that the extra pass rush on the other side is just going to make them, um, you know, like a monster. I actually expect them to hopefully go to at least, at least the division champions, maybe the conference champion, because Buffalo and Kansas City is still there. But uh, Cleveland is definitely a viable option to get to the conference championship. And with the addition of the defense, it's going to make them scary.
2: But, Freddie, I wouldn't call Cleveland a sleeper. Um, they had a great defense. They had a good defense last year, and they it was clowny that they added for right. this. Right? Yeah, it went right. They're, gonna, yes, they're gonna be nasty, but they're not a real sleeper. You want me to give you a real sleeper, Freddie? Yeah, let's hear it. No, yeah. Arizona. Ooh, that's Arizona. Ooh. Has, now this is last year. They had 48 sacks and 21 turnovers last year, and I know they're in the tough NFC West, but San Francisco is not scary. They're just going to run the ball. You got the Seahawks, that may be eh. You got the Rams, let's see how, you know, how good Stafford gets with that offense. But they added J.J. Watt, 101 career sacks to that already strong defensive line. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be a, you know, top five defense, but like you said, Jason, with the matchups, if you find them on a good week, and that defense is rolling with Kyler Murray. So, you know, when they get that offense gets up in points, the other team is going to have to throw that ball to try to keep up with Arizona. What does that mm-hmm. spell? Turnover. Turnover. Pass turn- rush. Sacks. Turn- that's what you want with your defense. You want the sacks and you want the turnovers. So, Arizona, that's a real sleeper, Freddie. That's a real sleeper. I,
1: li- I like that. I like that. The, um Now, my only, I guess, uh, trepidation, I guess, if you will, is – you know, I, if I if I for that defense, OK, so you see, you're exactly right on the sentiment of, OK, yeah, they got to keep up with them. They got to throw the ball. So that's going to equal turnovers. Correct. But we talked about the Arizona offense last year. Constant. I mean, excuse me, and earlier constant fast break, always on the field, you know, trying to. Yep. Get, so what does that mean? Your defense is on the fucking fields afterwards. So they're going to be a little gassed also. Now, mm-hmm. but you just threw out the stats. though. last year, they—that's the way they did it, and you, they have some pretty decent stats. Um, so, like you said, it might be matchup dependent. But yeah, that's something definitely I like that with JJ Watt. It is definitely a good look for. Yeah, that's that's a good one.
4: Watch good out sleeper, for the Jets.
1: Greg.
4: Watch out for oh, the Jets. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh. That, was, that,
1: that was actually his sleeper. Let's hear. It. Let's go ahead. Do us this real quick favor, and please explain to us, please, how you think.
4: <laughs> Robert think. Robert Salem. He built the 49's defense. I do like him. I love him as a defensive coach. I've like, look, look, as soon as he went to the 49ers, he changed everything on their defense. And hopefully, they say it's going the same way with New York. He's getting little bits and pieces from players that he knew in San Francisco. We already have Quinn and Williams. We just signed out Russia. Mosley's back. Our defense would probably be the strength. Now, that would be the front seven. Unless we sign Marcus Maybach, we're going to have trouble at the corners because he's a safety, of course. But I believe our front seven is going to get a good rush this year. So I don't believe we're going to be in the bottom half anymore. I mean, probably the top third. Sleeper, Jets. Wow.
2: There's a difference, though. You said the key word. He had players on the Niners. We ain't got Scruggs. we got Mosley, Quinn and Williams, Marcus May. We We just signed up. Secondary is, name me the starting cornerback for the Jets. (sighs) Three seconds, let's go.
4: We have two two new ones. That's what I said, but that's what I said. I I said, other than our corners, other than our, no, 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 no. If you rewind it, I said our front seven is gonna have a good pass rush. We still got Marcus May in the back. It's our corners that are gonna give us trouble. But if you have a good pass rush, we can nullify it with our corners.
2: Name me the corners, Freddie.
4: Oh my God!
2: <laughs> We're going back to the same thing.
4: I'm telling Man, that's you,
1: That's your team,
4: bro. That's your team now, and Ooh. that's
2: my team too. But I'm I'm being real.
4: Yo, no, no, no! <laughs> Don't come back! Don't come back!
2: I'm always. I'm ah. gangrene till I die, Freddie.
4: Yo, I'm well, telling you. Then you then you would know that we our front seven is is really really good. T- TSS family. Anybody.
2: We can't cover anybody. You can't even name me a starter.
1: So I, I just want to say to our TSS family,
2: they
4: haven't this
1: picked up I, yet. This, this is what I mean by like best fan. You don't get Jets defense breakdown anywhere. Except
4: <laughs> i right not going to where you going to right? Right <laughs> but, 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 hey, get it. Hey, hey Greg, it, listen, man. It, it you should definitely cheer on your team a little bit better. You're kind of a, a shitty fan, right. 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 but it is I'll Bryce. It's some... Bryce Hall and Bless Austin right now. You did it up. Good job. Googled yeah, I did it up. he's I did. Google Google his his I did. I did. But I don't think Bless Austin's gonna actually start. I think. I think the other kid is the the rookie that we picked up. But regardless, if you have a good front seven with a good pass rush and give the quarterback no time, we might be able to get to slide on. You know relieve some of the pressure off the cornerbacks.
2: Freddie, I love you. You're trying to, you're trying to make – to stretching, He's trying really trying.
1: Shit. Yo, uh, all right, let's close with this. Listen.
4: Right, I, love close
1: your coach. I love your coach, and I agree. I think eventually you guys may have a stellar D, but you're far from there, bro. You're you. far from there. I mean, I, I literally cannot But Greg wait. is
4: acting like the cupboard is bare. Like we I don't have Mosley, Quentin way. Williams, Marcus May. Like, dude.
1: Whoever remembers no, the speaking. quarterback facing the Jets week to week, it will be number one almost every week. Just to let you know.
4: That's the truth. <laughs> we shall find out.
1: I'll even put two in my top five every time we play the Jets.
4: Ooh. Ooh. Gary. Ooh. All right.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you, TSS family. Thank you once again. As I referred to earlier, please do not forget to visit us on our many social media outlets. But more – I'm going to just get a more important – please get us on Twitter. I don't know what I'm doing, and we don't have a huge following yet, and I need some help. <laughs> so if you guys could tweet me out or whatever the hell they're supposed to do, please let me know. I'd appreciate it. Fellas, say <laughs> Time to say goodbye, fellas. That's
4: on you. All right, all right, all right, all right. All so right. Once, once again, Freddie. thank you to all our fans and sponsors. Uh, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. Uh, please help us grow. Uh, we love fantasy football, as you can see. We're talking about it in April and May. So definitely <laughs> stick with us. Um, without, you, no, without you guys, there'll be no TSS.
2: And I just want to piggyback off of Freddie. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, our fans that comment and send us emails. And please. If anybody knows a good therapist for Freddie, please.
1: (laughs) J E T S suck, suck, suck. All right. Listen, I that's a listen TSS family. One last plug, go play the commissioner Cooper's challenge. So that way you can come to the jets game with us and rub it in Freddie's face. How horrible they are. It'd be wonderful.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great.
1: (laughs) He'll love it. All right. Listen, we appreciate you all and we are out.